Hi, and welcome to this week's Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Mike Lucivella. In ancient times, when mariners first set sail to explore distant and far-off lands, the only way to make a map of somewhere was to physically travel to it and draw what you see. Today, we've turned that kind of map-making on its head as we look out across the heavens. David Schlegel of Berkeley National Laboratories is working to make the most detailed map of the distant cosmos long before anyone can physically set sail for the stars. Uh, So Big Boss is an extension of a project that's happening right now called BOSS. And so what BOSS, it's a bigger version of it, obviously. Um, So BOSS is uh, an acronym for the Baryon Oscillation Spectroscopic Survey, um, which is a mouthful. Uh, But what it is, is it's basically just making a big 3D map of the universe. Like any team, the scientists working on the project have to first come up with a plan of action. Um, So we always start with a picture. Um, So we start uh, with what we call an imaging camera. So it's a big CCD camera on the back of a telescope where we take digital images of the sky. These images, taken as part of the Sloan Digital Sky Survey, have been pieced together to make a nearly complete chart of the entire night sky. So that gives us a two-dimensional view, but it is only a two-dimensional view. So you don't have the third dimension. It's just, it's just the universe and projection. Um, so what we're doing after we have that image is going back and saying, okay, now what we really want to do is get this 3D image of the universe. And so um, from that 2D image, we pick out uh, galaxies of interest, galaxies or quasars or any objects that we can see um, at great distances. And then those we target with the same telescope or different telescopes uh, to go back and then get what we call a spectrum of those galaxies, where we take that light, split it up into all its constituent colors, From that, that's enough information to tell um, what each galaxy is made of, but then also what its redshift is. And so the redshift is the effect that galaxies that are more distant are um, expanding away from us more rapidly, and we can use that to then assign a distance to each of these galaxies. The universe is expanding, meaning that distant galaxies are receding away from us at a computable rate. The farther away, the faster they're moving. The light waves they give off get stretched out as a result, and because red has the longest wavelength of visible light, an object that's standing still would appear white looks redder the farther away it is. Scientists can tell how far away a distant galaxy is essentially by measuring how red it looks, hence the term redshift. We need to take the light from each of those objects and send it through a prism. Um, And that can either be a a prism or what we're using are uh, gratings, but it, it has the same effect. What we need are uh, fiber optics to pick off each of the galaxies that we want to look at. And so we want to pick off it's 5,000 objects at a time. So this is to give us a big, call a multiplexing, to make this telescope as effective as 5,000 of these telescopes operating at once. And so we do that by positioning a fiber optic on each galaxy that we want to look at. And we do that with little robot positioners. The idea is this. Light from a distant galaxy enters one end of an optical fiber, perfectly placed so that only the light from that one galaxy will enter it. The light will then be carried down through the fiber to a diffraction grating, where the light will then be split into its components and its redshift measured. Each exposure will have 5,000 fibers, observing 5,000 galaxies. 
The original Boss survey used big sheets of metal with holes drilled in it to block out the unwanted night sky. Big Boss's robot positioner will be more efficient, but has to be accurate to within 10 microns. Microns is it's it's a really it's a really small number. So your hair, uh, human hair, is about 100 microns in diameter. And so here we're talking about positioning fiber optics about the size of a human hair to a precision that's a tenth that size. Big Boss is an ambitious project to collect an almost unfathomable amount of data over the next several years. Even so, it's just scratching the surface of the known universe. So with Big Boss, we've designed it around mapping 20 million galaxies over five years. Um, I should say if you uh, mapped out um, all the galaxies that we know of or think we could map out in the observable universe, that number would be something like 10 billion. Um, So, you know, we're off from that by a factor of about 1,000. The map it will ultimately produce should tell us more than just where galaxies are located. David hopes that this detailed picture of the cosmos can offer clues to one of the biggest mysteries of the universe, dark energy. The universe is not doing what everyone was expecting it to be doing. So what we expected it to be doing was to have a Big Bang 13.7 billion years ago. The universe is expanding. Uh, Everything in the universe has mass that attracts everything else. So what that means is that expansion slows down with time. And what everyone thought was, okay, the universe, there's the Big Bang. The universe is expanding rapidly. That's slowing down more and more and more. Um, That's not actually what happened because then suddenly, six or eight billion years ago, the universe started speeding up again. Uh, And that's what we're calling dark energy. And that's one of these mysteries that we just don't understand at all, why the universe started to do that. The analogy would be if Newton threw his apple up in the sky and it started slowing down and then just sped off towards infinity. That's what the universe is doing. Unfortunately, right now, there's very little data right around the point at which we think dark energy started to dominate this expansion. So for about the first half of the life of the universe, dark energy didn't It appears that dark energy didn't do very much, although we have almost no data there. Um, And then it's only in the latter half of the age of the universe that it looks like the universe was then accelerating. That's all for this week's Physics Buzz podcast. You can find our other podcasts, blog posts, and resources of all kinds at our website, www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 